0: You're listening to Tony Mark with the Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com. My very special guest today is Mr. Paul Godfrey. Welcome to the studio, Paul.
0: Delighted to be here, Tony.
1: Paul, um, I have a, a little story to um, get my audience up to, up to speed with, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> with Mr. Godfrey here. I met uh, Paul about 20 years ago. Um, I actually met his, uh, his sons before I met him. Uh, his son Noah. I was training Noah and Noah said, I'd like you to meet my dad because I think he should get into fitness a little bit more uh I had uh, I didn't know Paul at all at that point and um, subsequently I met uh, his other son Rob and uh, and then Jay. And uh, before I made a, 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 an assessment of this uh, this man, uh, his kids impressed me incredibly and I wanted to know more about this person even before I met him. Uh, I finally met Paul and his wife Gina. And uh, I figured out uh, very quickly how um, uh, this family, how they operated and how much uh, uh, him and Gina had uh, raised three kids to, to, for me to be so intrigued. So, Paul, you, you have, I've known you for quite a while. And, and I've met so many people who know you and says the same thing. How does this guy do it? He does. He's so busy and you you seem to get everything everything done how do you fit everything in you know work and family and so on how do you fit everything in
0: well tony my wife will probably tell you uh, she told me again this morning that i take on too much and uh, i should take on a lot less uh, but i thrive on uh, having my plate full and um, uh, the fact is is that i enjoy having uh, challenges i start very early in the morning. I, as you probably know i have a dog that w- wakes me up in fact he woke me up at 350 this morning oh. which um i almost c- committed uh, abuse to an animal which i would <laughs> never do to my the, my beautiful dog but he did wake me she did wake me up at 350 this morning i took her out for 20 minutes and i did grab another uh, one hour sleep. However, um, my day starts rather early. I was at a meeting this morning at 7.30 downtown at the uh, Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. And um, most days, I'll go till 10 or 11 at night. And uh, that usually is required to squeeze everything I do from my main job, which is the president and chief executive officer of uh, PostMedia, to many of the other things that I'm involved in, like I'm the chairman of the board of Rio Can, I'm on the board of Cargo Jet, I'm the vice chairman of Baycrest, uh, I have some outside real estate interests uh, as well. I believe that uh, everybody in in my position should give something back to the community. So I'm very committed to... uh, uh, putting things back, working on charitable causes in the city. I still have this burning desire about politics, so I'm involved in the political process to uh, to a great degree as well. But that ma- that makes life uh, exciting, and that's why uh, I have to stay in relatively good health uh, to be able to accomplish all that. Now, Paul,
1: it's it's so interesting because you're also very, very energetic. You have, um, you know, I, I, I've been training you for, for quite a while, and inevitably at almost every training session someone will walk up to me and say, how does this guy do it you know you're you're sweating you're you're you come in and you're always focused on on making your workout good you're 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 always working hard you always try to push the envelope do you uh, 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 apply that to every uh, uh, everything in your
0: life that you're you're always so focused uh, yes, I think that uh, that's the uh, one of the secrets of uh, of success. you uh, success uh, is dependent upon a lot of things. Uh, uh, well-being is one of them. Uh, confidence uh, is the old question what comes first, confidence or success. I believe you have to be confident before you can be successful in in many things. Um, I've been very fortunate. Um, I think uh, you've uh, helped me a great deal uh, to stay in better physical condition than I've ever been. I'm probably at uh, 76 years old now. I'm in uh, probably better physical condition now than I was when I was 40 years old. Um, I didn't train when I was 40 years old. In the last uh, uh, almost 20 years, uh, uh, I've worked out uh, the average of twice a week uh, with you. And I think, uh, I've watched my diet a lot closer and, and because of that, uh, I think it gives you the, uh, the strength and the fortitude to, uh, to do a lot more it's um,
1: Paul it's a it's a it's a pleasure training you because you meet I meet a lot of people and not everyone is is as focused as you and and and, and so on but at 76 years old you're you're you actually impress me very much you know there are certain things that you can do uh, that uh, most people that are 40 45 can't do so you're always um, you're very committed and one of the things that I'm trying to 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 raise the awareness um, of people just just, it doesn't matter how busy you are, you know, today you actually made the time to come down to the studio to spend some time, and and I wanted you to to, to enlighten people, uh, uh, to give them some hope that it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how busy you are, you should be able to make time to take care of your health, and you seem to have done that um, since, uh, since I met you.
0: Well, there's no doubt about that, that um, you have to uh, be able to focus and concentrate on the things that you're doing at the that point in time. And you've almost got to compartmentalize uh, what you do in life. Uh, when it comes time to work out, you should be working out. When it comes time to work, you should concentrate on that. Uh, I've been very, very fortunate uh, to have uh, women in my life that uh, really have organized my life. My wife organizes my private life. Uh, my assistant, Julie Stoddard, who's been with me for close to 30 years, has organized my business life, and I got to tell you, uh, when my mother was alive, uh, she organized my political life uh, in all the years that I spent in politics prior to going out in the business world. So I've been very, very fortunate to have uh, people around me at all times that uh, uh, really uh, helped point me in the right direction and, uh, and uh, have a lot of good friends around that uh, were very supportive of me for many, many years.
1: It, um when it comes to, to like I, I train you and your weight is always uh, uh, around the same levels. You know, most people aren't as disciplined as you. How can you, uh, uh, what advice do you have for people uh, with what you do for yourself, for instance, when it comes to eating? Uh, because I can tell you, I know what your weight is today without, uh, and I didn't train you today. It's usually about 171. Uh, how do you stay disciplined when it comes to eating?
0: Tony, I, um, I'm i probably a couple of pounds over the 171 today, but only a couple because um, uh, being Jewish in the Jewish holidays, uh, there's way too much food. And, um, and starting uh, after tomorrow night, uh, uh, I will be back uh, religiously wa- uh, watching my weight. I only let it uh, go up about two pounds, and then I put the brakes on it and uh, cut out all those things that... Uh, that people love to eat. Um, I feel uh, uh, around the 171 mark is my ideal weight. I feel better at that. And uh, it's kind of remarkable if you start to gain too many pounds there, you begin to feel sluggish. You don't have the same degree of energy. And uh, a lot of people give up. I go in the other direction. I turn the brakes on and say, okay, for the next four or five days, I got to take those pounds off. I think being disciplined in everything. Uh, if you're a workaholic, and I am to a great degree a workaholic, you got to put the brakes on sometimes and, and cool it for, for a while to make sure you have balance in your life. And the fact is, is that I probably don't have enough balance in my life, but I enjoy everything I do. And uh, a part of success in life is uh, uh, finding things to get involved in uh, and to enjoy life. You'll find out you'll You'll have more confidence in yourself. You'll have better focus. Uh, you'll have better emphasis on the things that you do. So uh, that's what you really got to find out for yourself. I wasn't always like that. I was not a great student in school. Uh, I really wondered what I was going to do for with myself. I struggled to become a chemical engineer. I'm a long way from chemical engineering today but I got involved in politics and that opened up the door for many other things that I've been involved in. And I I must say, if it all ended tomorrow, there was only one thing I could say, it's been a blast.
1: On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to um, take a, a short break and come back with Mr. Paul Godfrey. Uh, uh, we've spoken about uh, health and wellness a little bit, and uh, I'd like to delve in a little bit into his, his other, um, the other things that he, um, he has done in, uh, in, in the past. Uh, so let's take a short break and come back with Paul, and we'll quiz him on some of the other things that he has done. This is Peach Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back on The Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com with our very special guest, Paul Godfrey. Paul, you've, um, right from the beginning, you mentioned some of the the, the things that you've been involved with. Uh, on the, the political side, you were an alderman for the city of um, uh, York uh, when you started. And uh, you became, uh, you had the most powerful position in uh, in the city as the, the, the chairman of Metro. Uh, how did you go about uh, going from, from in your political life, uh, working your way up, and and um, uh, was that satisfying once you got there?
0: Well, it was very satisfying. Um, first of all, I grew up in a, a household of a mother and a father, a mother that loved politics and a father that loved sports. So they say the apple doesn't fall from the tree, and it didn't fall very far from the tree. The uh, fact is, is that uh, my mother... Uh, um, by the way, I got elected in North York, which was right adjacent to uh, the old borough and then city of York. Uh, I became a councillor when I was uh, 26 years old and uh, later on at 34 became the chairman of Metropolitan Toronto. Very lucky because um, in politics, you got to be in the right spot at the right time. I've watched many people much smarter than me. Um, not be in the right spot at the right time and, and fall by the wayside. And that was very, very unfortunate. It was Toronto's loss. Um, when I left um, politics in uh, 1984, uh, just prior to that, I was approached uh, by Doug Creighton, the founder of the Toronto Sun. And he asked me to be publisher of the paper. And I was flabbergasted by, uh, by that suggestion because uh, I Never knew how to newspaper operated. I knew how to get my name in the paper as a politician on very intelligent days. I know to, how to keep it out as a, as a smart politician. Uh, but uh, he surrounded me with enough peop- people. So when I left politics in 84, after 11 years of being the chairman of Metro, uh, I found wow, what a fun job to do to run a newspaper like that. Um, I was at Sun Media for uh, 16 years. Uh, Ultimately, I became the uh, CEO of the whole company, which involved uh, papers in Edmonton, Calgary, Ottawa, Toronto, and a bunch of community newspapers uh, called Bose Publishing. Um, In the year 2000, uh, we sold out to Quebec Ore, and uh, lo and behold, I got a call from Ted Rogers, and he asked me to run his baseball team. And I said, Ted, I didn't know you owned a baseball team. And he said, no, I don't. But with your help, I hear the Blue Jays are for sale and help me buy it. Well, God, that what a dream opportunity that was. Uh, so at
1: first it was the, the, the politics and, you know, from your mom's side and then the sports so now from on my, your dad's, my dad's
0: side. And um, we negotiated to buy the team from Labatt's Breweries, who were the original owners of the team and did a wonderful job. And uh, uh, Ted... Um, I helped Ted buy the team and uh, subsequent to that became the president and CEO. And I was there for eight years. Unfortunately, uh, my um, track record of winning games was uh, we were only 500, never made the playoffs. Uh, and uh, uh, that's why I'm so excited about this year when they're on the verge of making the playoffs. And I think they're good enough to, to go the whole way. So uh, I, uh, I cheer for them every evening. I was at the Blue Jays for eight years until Ted passed away. And um, I decided that uh, maybe I had one more career. Leonard Asper, who was uh, the CEO of Canwest, asked me to come in and see if I could uh, help preserve uh, the National Post, which was losing money. Um, we worked on that. I did that, and then uh, um, Leonard lost, unfortunately, the whole company. And um, there was a group that approached me to buy uh, buy everything. We bought it uh, together, mostly with their money, and. Uh, and uh, I run that today called Post Media, which now owns 188 newspapers in Canada, um, because we just recently bought Sun Media, the company I used to work for. So now we're the largest newspaper chain. We own 188 newspapers. We have uh, a number of websites and all these uh, uh, papers. Uh, uh, you can get uh, our news on four platforms, the print platform, the web platform, the tablet, and the smartphone, so uh, we're in a new uh, new era. Newspapers, new, newspapers aren't as uh, big or fashionable as they used to be, but uh, we're converting the company from a newspaper company into a news media company. Uh,
1: Paul, I, I, it's uh, you have to take a deep breath after uh, all the stuff that you just uh, you just mentioned. But you're, you, you know, I want to remind my audience: this gentleman is seventy six years old, and he just mentioned a, a bunch of things that are. Half of them was placed on, on a, a future platform. You are, uh, uh, you're, you're, a, 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 you're a leader. You, you're one of those people who, you know, at 76 years old, most people say, well, you know, whether it's retirement or whether it's uh, uh, this, this new technology isn't for me. You're talking about uh, mobile platforms and, and uh, tablet platforms and so on. Y- have you always embraced change?
0: Well, you know, the world never never stands still. Uh, the fact is, is that newspapers have always been under a state of change from the types of press they ran onto, and uh, what happened is the computers and the technology changed that. The the uh, birth of the internet uh, on an international basis even changed it further. Uh, the internet uh, and places like Google and Facebook and Amazon and Yahoo are term- terms that wasn't weren't around a decade or uh, maybe a little more than a decade ago, about 15 years ago, and now they're the biggest companies in the world. Uh, Apple's the biggest, uh, Google is second, and uh, they're very dominating. Whether they continue or whether governments will come in and regulate them is, is something to be seen. Uh, and uh, But we're in a very changing world. What's new today is old tomorrow, and uh, look how... how People change their phones just to get the most modern and new phone, or the uh, Microsoft puts out a new uh, uh, system out there. Everybody's rushing to get them. So we live in a very fast-changing world now, and if you don't adapt and uh, catch up with the times, you usually fall by the wayside.
1: It, uh, I find that very that that's incredible because you know getting a hold of you and, and uh, you you can talk to me on on so many different um, you know whether it's phone whether it's email whether it's a, 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 a private channel and so on you've always been uh, you've always been accessible. And But it's always, you know, a a technologically advanced way of of doing it. That's why I'm commenting on, you know, on embracing change, which is, you know, a part of uh, uh, the the show and, and, and the whole wellness concept is that you have to be able to. Uh, uh, embrace change. You have to, your your body can't be doing the same thing all the time. You want to think that's something that we've, we've, we've done uh, since I started training you. It was, you know, we'll start with this and change this and constantly move things around and so on. So it's, it's always different. So part of what you do and part of how I want everyone taking the whole wellness concept is that you have to make sure you're changing things all the time and, 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 embracing it and being disciplined about it, all those things you mentioned.
0: Well, there's no doubt about that. And uh, the workouts that you do put me through uh, are uh, staggered and very uh, changeable from, t- from, from week to week. And I think it gets uh, most of the muscles in your body uh, going. And uh, I think that's uh, very refreshing. People have a tendency of using the same muscles on their day-to-day um lives. So they need uh, someone like you to come forward and uh, basically teach them to uh, exercise those parts of their body that don't get the the normal use. Uh, Otherwise, uh, I've learned, and I think that you've taught me a lot of this, that if you don't use it, you lose it really. And once you lose it, you can start going downhill very quickly. So that's why having uh, someone like you uh, around that uh, can make sure that you push me as far as I can, but not overly push that uh, I create uh, problems for myself. Because uh, if I create problems for myself, I'm going to have to create problems for you, Tony. <laughs> Just kidding, of course. Uh, but um, but the fact is, is that um, that that's all part of life. Uh, you know, it's, uh, people have got to learn, uh, you know, the body is uh, like another machine and uh, you got to take good care of it and you got to use it properly.
1: It, um, Paul, it's, Paul, uh, it, it's, it's funny because, you know, uh, something else I try to, to teach is that, you know, especially to, to people with kids, you know, working out, you know, you want your kids to, to see you working out. And I mentioned your, your three boys before. You're, you're, the, 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 you're, you're working out three, four times a week. You, we train two or three times a week. But your boys work out. I know your wife, Gina, works out. And it, it, it's something that as a family and being healthy and, and that, 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 that healthy outlook is, is so important. And I, I look at the, the five of you guys and everybody does their, their thing and it's all part. And then, and now I see your grandkids participating and taking, um, uh, taking part in, in, in that healthy
0: lifestyle. So, well, there's no doubt, uh, if you begin teaching at a younger age, it becomes part of your lifestyle. Uh, unfortunately for me, I didn't start until I was in my 50s. And uh, if I would have been a little smarter, I would have probably started in my, my 20s or even less because I think this is a very important aspect to life. And uh, although you're never too old to start. Never, and never. And I think a lot of people that I speak and say, well, I'm in my late 40s. And what do I want to start? I think they're just packing it in, looking for an excuse not to do it. And my guess is, look, this is not an exact science, but I think people who have a tendency of working out have a better chance of good health for a longer period of time than people that don't. Now, this isn't an exact science because we always hear some story of somebody who passes away at a young age, and they, I can't believe it, he was so fit. Those things do happen. Absolutely. But I think statistically, if you if you examined a thousand people you find out that the people that worked out had a better chance of longevity than the people that don't work out.
1: Absolutely, and that's the, that's the key word, you know, it's longevity that we're um, we're all looking for. Now we're going to take one more break on the Art of Wellness with uh, Mr. Paul Godfrey and we'll return, uh, we'll touch some lighter subjects like his uh, his love for, for football, are we ever going to get a football team in the city, uh, to where the Jays are today, he mentioned that briefly, so we'll quiz him on that and uh, wrap up on the Art of Wellness. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in two minutes Thanks for listening to Peach Radio streaming from the Peach Gallery in Toronto. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back in the art of wellness with Mr. Paul Godfrey and um, you know we we spoke uh, about his 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 wellness, his his fitness routines. His uh, his business background, but I wanted to to get uh, uh, Paul's uh, take on on a little bit of politics, seeing that he was in in politics for such a long time. And if you're listening to this uh, this podcast in in, uh, in the city of Toronto, you're well aware of uh, what Paul has accomplished. But um, our city had international attention uh, uh, going back uh, for the last four years under our mayor, our former mayor. And uh, I wanted to get Paul's take. We we have a new mayor, Paul. What do you think about the job that Mr. John Tory has done so far?
0: Well, I think John Tory is a as everybody could see, is an absolutely different style mayor than, the, than, than Rob Ford. Um, believe it or not, their political positions are not dramatically different. Their lifestyle uh, uh, ways are dramatically different. But um, I would say that um, John may not be as right of center as, uh, as Rob Ford was. Um, he's probably has one foot in the middle and one foot in the right. But I think John probably appeals, as the vote indicated in the last election, uh, to a greater number of people. John is a more cautious person. Uh, He will uh, never get caught in an awkward situation. Uh, He passionately feels about the future of the city. And I think he's in the perfect uh, job right now to uh, lead lead the city. Uh, He cares what people think. Uh, He works very hard in the job. He seems to show up everywhere that he has to show up to. And uh, I think to date, and it's only been less than a year, but I think he's done an outstanding job.
1: The, the polls show that uh, he's, uh, uh, the, the people of the, the GTA uh, really like him and, and seem to appreciate what he's, uh, he's done so far.
0: So- John, John is a likable guy in public office. He's even a more likable guy out of public office too. Uh, I've worked with John, I've known him since he's been 17 and he covered me when I was, he worked for Ted Rogers radio station CFTR, Uh, he was always had an air of decency about him, he comes from a great family, Uh, he knew his late dad who was a wonderful man, and his mom who was uh, just a terrific lady as well, Uh, his wife and his kids are all terrific so he's got the right infrastructure around him to to do well and I think uh, John will uh, never let the people of the City of Toronto down.
1: Well, coming from someone like you, it's, uh, I, I think I've learned more about him in, in 30 seconds than, uh, than all the things I've right. read in the past. So, uh, thanks you, thank you for enlightening us. Now, Paul, and on the, the, the sporting side, because I'm trying to, to, to sum up all the things that you've been involved in and, and all the things that you've done and all the things that you feel passionate about. Uh, I know that you've, in the past, tried to get an NFL team in, in Toronto.
0: Do you think we'll ever see that uh, happen? Yes, I think we will see that happen, and I think it'll be in the foreseeable future. I think within the next five to seven years, there could very well be an NFL team in, in, in Toronto. Toronto's been delayed in getting an NFL team because of the movement of franchises in the NFL. First of all, the NFL is the only league that doesn't have a represented city in Canada. Hockey obviously has many teams in in Canada. Uh, The Raptors represent the NBA, uh, NBA and the Blue Jays represent Major League Baseball. It's only a matter of time. If the NFL were to start the league all over again and not worry about boundaries, Toronto would probably be the fourth or fifth city in, after the obvious ones like uh, New York and Chicago and Los Angeles. Los Angeles don't have a team, but they will have a team really soon uh, back in that city. Toronto is such a great sports franchise, Um, look, the Maple Leafs haven't won in decades.
1: Almost 50 years. And
0: the fact is, is that people still buy all the tickets. We are a hockey first town, there's no doubt about that. But I believe the NFL would be the second most popular sport in, in the city. People would flock to the games. Uh, just look at the amount of money that's bet on NFL football games in Canada, never mind what goes on in the States, That uh, the office pools that go on with respect to the NFL. Uh, there are people that uh, love the Cowboys, love the Bills, love the Eagles uh, and on and on. Uh, the Toronto will get a team, it'll likely be a transfer of one of the existing teams in the NFL. They've been sort of reluctant to expand further. And there are some teams, which I'm not going to get into today, that are definitely movable.
1: Well, um, I, I want to make sure that everyone knows that when before the Blue Jays got here, uh, which you were part uh, very instrumental in bringing the Jays people never thought we were gonna get a team in in the city And you you know you you brought the you helped bring uh, brought a, a a Team to the to the city, so we should take uh, the the words of uh, mr Godfrey very seriously and uh, because he knows what he's talking about and Paul it, it you know finally and you know in ending off on, on a sporting theme um, The Jays you mentioned how excited you are you know you and I talk about baseball Baseball quite a bit uh, because you're such a, a, a rabid fan of the game uh, you mentioned you think that they can go all the way uh, it, it's do they have what it takes to go all the way
0: I think that this team ranks as good or maybe a little bit better than the 92 and 93 teams oh really um, the power in that lineup uh, in the middle of the order when you combat Donaldson Batista, and Incarnacion it's like murderers row up there uh, the fact is that the bottom end of the lineup uh, uh, with Ryan Gones and uh, Kevin Pillar uh, is just solid because they contribute. The defense has been remarkable. The addition of, you know, Tulewitzki, David Price, uh, Mark Lowe, Ben Revere, uh, LaTroy Hawkins. They changed 20. 20- Alex Anthopoulos deserves to be the executive of the year in Major League Baseball. He has proven once and for all that he's a superstar as far as being a a sports executive. I know there are people that wanted to ride him out of town when the team was 50 and 51, close to the trade deadline. What he's pulled off, nobody else could pull off. I've always thought that Billy Bean was the best general manager in baseball. Somehow, he must have pictures on Billy Bean because otherwise he would never have got Josh Donaldson for uh, uh, Brett Laurie. I don't know how he convinced Dave Dombrowski to to, uh, trade him Uh, um, David Price. David Price uh, uh, has been dominant since he began. I think David Price will be the Cy Young winner, Josh Donaldson will be the MVP winner, and the Toronto Mm -hmm. Blue Jays will be the World Series winner.
1: Oh my God, that, that's a that's a huge uh, that's a tall order uh, of winners there, um, and I hope it happens. Thank you. Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it was uh, it was very exciting to have Paul in, in the studio, and uh, I want to thank him for for um, coming in and, uh, and telling us all about uh, you know his past and his future and and um, and his his health routines and, and and how he embraces wellness. So, Paul, thank you very much my for pleasure. coming in my and. Pleasure. And, um, you know, we'd, we, we're going to keep uh, tabs on you and make sure we, we check off all the boxes that we've, uh, you know, your your promises and your, your foresight to make sure we check them off as we go along. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Art of Wellness on PeachRadio.com.